Welcome back to Aspire. I'm your host, Mastura Kolmeyer. So glad to have you back to listen to another episode of the Aspire podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Today on the show, we are talking about overcoming challenges. But before we dive in, uh, how was your week? Earlier this week, I went to watch Perth's premiere of Music, a film by Sia. And at first, I was unsure if I would have liked this film when I first received the invite and watched the trailer. But given it was co-written by Sia and had her music in it, it really intrigued me to go and watch it. I was really surprised that I enjoyed the storyline by the end of it. It was wonderfully crafted and really showcased the expression of her different forms of artistry. I've heard about the backlash and criticism from the autistic community and many others in regards to the casting of Maddie Ziegler as music, the young autistic girl who is the main character in the movie. Understandably, the outcry of real representation in the film industry is one that has been expressed by many before, and this was no different. Whenever a specific character is in a film, it is so important to have the right people who know the lived experience to be the one who have the power to express and represent it. I don't, however, want to take away the fact that this film was produced incredibly by a singer and songwriter, mind you, so new to the film industry game. And even though many have expressed how tone deaf Sia has been in the casting of music, her execution in delivering the storyline of loss and finding love, overcoming challenges and addiction and searching for comfort and coming together was meticulous. You can see the great amount of thought and creativity she has purposefully added to develop the plot and craft such a beautiful piece of work. From the cinematography and sets to the costuming and of course Sia's music including Maddie's acting for her first film, it really was a great watch. I would definitely recommend to go and see it. Mastura's recommendation of the week. How did your week go? I hope that You have had an amazing week and you're ready to jump into today's episode with me. Today, I want to talk to you about overcoming challenge and adversity, especially after the year we have all had. Some of us are still experiencing the issues and challenges that have enveloped the majority of last year. And I really want to speak to this more so you are equipped with strategies and ways to overcome challenges going forward. It's something that has been weighing heavily on my heart to share, to really give you the strength and courage to push forward through difficult times. It was how I overcame the hurdles and tests I faced myself last year, and I just really wanted to speak into that. Many of us in the last year have felt overwhelm, discomfort, fear, and stress, and all with good reason. We have gone through so many trials and tribulations and we have all felt it in our own different ways. What this pandemic really did was bring to surface many of the things we have been dealing with, the feelings that were buried deep, plus some, from the effects of what this pandemic has caused. Loved ones falling ill to the virus, the fear of the virus spreading, loss of lives, 
the feelings of unease with job security and the economy, having to isolate and quarantine, lockdowns and everything that affects our day-to-day lives from what we know it to be. When you change your routine and are forced to stay home and isolate during lockdown, many are thrown from their usual routines and this creates a lot of discomfort. Many of us struggle not only physically but also mentally with the challenge of staying at home for long lengths of time. And some of us are still struggling with this reality even now. What really affected us the most was the feelings of uncertainty and having no control over certain things in our lives that normally offered us comfort and security. Those things were our usual routines, including our jobs and how we spent most of our time. So what can we do to overcome these feelings and push forward through uncertain times? Well, we can't control what we can't control, right? What can we control that is going to give certainty surrounding the things that are making us feel overwhelmed? Well, firstly, you need to know it is okay. It's okay to feel your feelings and lean into them. But you also need to be mindful that these feelings are there because it is your higher self trying to protect you from delving into the unknown. It is there for good reason, as a protection mechanism, and it is only a natural reaction to these hard situations. But what we need to be careful of is how much we lean into these feelings. If we lean in too much, then these feelings can take over and become overbearing. We don't want to ignore or mask our feelings either. No, because if we did that, then we would be trapping this negative energy within us, which can prove even more damaging. So how do you balance feeling into your feelings and giving it the space it needs without it consuming you? A good way to do this is to talk it out with someone or write it down on paper. Just going back to what I said last week, you can journal through these negative thoughts, write it out on paper and then rip it up or throw that paper away so it doesn't have space to grow and permeate your mind further. You are giving it the space it needs so you can allow the feelings of uncertainty and discomfort to bubble to the surface and be felt. But more importantly, move through these feelings and deal with them so you can move on. Of course, challenges are hard to overcome. That is why they are called challenges, right? Because it wouldn't be a challenge if it wasn't tough, would it? It wouldn't be a challenge if the answer was glaring you right in the face and the resolution was easy. We all go through difficulties, some more than others, And last year, we all went through our own difficulties in our own ways. We all have our struggles. We may not be able to escape the struggles, but we can choose how we respond to them. What meaning we want to give to them. We can choose that. We can choose how to frame these challenges and we can choose how they make us feel. Last year, at the height of the pandemic, I lost my job and was made redundant. I had a choice. I could either get upset and ask, why me? Why is this happening to me? What am I going to do? Or could I ask myself, where do I go from here? What opportunities does this give me? How can I make this work for me? From these two perspectives, you can see how one is very futile 
and keeps you from actually resolving the problem, whereas in the other is finding a way to push the needle forward. Just from reframing and choosing the meaning you want to give to the situation can play a big factor on how to respond and take action on the challenges you face. I could have easily allowed myself to dwell and wallow and get upset about the whole situation, but where would that actually get me? Nowhere. It wouldn't even make me feel any better by sitting in that helpless situation. Instead, I chose to respond by taking action and focusing on what I could control over what I couldn't. I got made redundant, which meant I could take some time to really focus on what I wanted to do next. I got paid out a redundancy package that allowed me financial stability, so I had the space and time I needed to decide what my next play was going to be. Do I really want to work in the same field in a similar position as I did before? Or do I want to grow my career and expand in a different area or industry completely? It forced me to take a step back and gain perspective of my situation and try to see what could I do to make it work for me. I ended up taking five weeks off where I spent quality time with my family and my children before I applied and started a new role. And even though I had overcame the first hurdle of being made redundant, I was then presented with another hurdle of not liking the new role I had started in. But I continued to reframe the situation and the challenge put before me so I could then choose how to respond to it from an objective perspective. From this example, you can see how powerful reframing is when you're trying to gain direction and perspective on the situation, it's good to actually analyze and look at the situation in different ways and reframe it into something more positive. Something else that really helped me last year was keeping at the forefront of my mind the thought of this too shall pass. I am a big believer in things happening for a reason. Having faith and holding true to certainty through that faith. It was one of the truths I held firmly onto, especially when there was unease and uncertainty surrounding the challenges I endured last year. Just having that knowing that I will get through this time, as I've done so many times before, gave me the strength in pushing through. Putting my trust in God and his plan, this concept is known as tawakul in Arabic. It is essentially putting my reliance in him and reminding myself that I can endure this. Some of the commonly quoted verses of the Quran are, with hardship comes ease, and God does not burden a soul beyond what it can bear. This, of course, is my way of holding firm onto the notion of this too shall pass. But no matter what you believe in, having faith and conviction in knowing I will get through this no matter what, will give you the strength to move through the hard times. I knew things were happening for me, not to me. It's like those sliding door moments where you don't realise you are right in the middle of the storm going through the thick of it until you are out the other side. Hindsight highlights those sliding door moments for us. So try to focus on that hindsight perspective of knowing it will all make sense when it is all over. But right now, I need to get through it first. I remember loving my work and the people who I worked with. 
The job was easy and I was comfortable in my role, but something was missing. I wanted more income and I wanted to feel more fulfilled. I was waiting for the company to let us go as the environment had changed so much that we all just wanted some sort of reprieve. So when we were actually made redundant, it was pretty much what we had all been asking for. It was a manifestation of our collective thoughts and feelings and it manifested into reality. Albeit was a tough time to be made redundant. And of course, it did not take away from the fact that I was worried about the whole situation and fear and anxiety of the unknown did creep in. I was still somewhat calm in knowing this was my chance to jump ship and finally make a change. This was my sliding doors moment. In hindsight, I can see how the redundancy has led me to where I am now. I am working in a different role, plus earning more than I did in my previous job with an incredible company and an amazing team. To think I was so comfortable in the job I was in before, I probably would not have done much to change my situation to make it better. It took me a redundancy to be forced out of the role and job I was in, to pursue a different direction in my career and learn new skills for me to grow. I have been through several redundancies before, not to say they become any easier each and every time, but it has taught me the resilience to know I can get through it. Hindsight has also allowed me to understand how pivotal those sliding door moments are in each iteration of my life. Not only my career, but also many other aspects of my life, such as marriage, motherhood, health, spirituality, and personal development. Being equipped with the knowledge of how hindsight works, we can use this as a fuel to push through the tough times at the time we are experiencing them. We know that it will all make sense when we get through it, and we'll be able to look back and analyze why we had to go through the hardships we did to get to where we are today. Also know that you are never alone, no matter what you are going through. Nothing is too large to work through. It may work well for you to share your struggles with someone you trust, so you can discuss with them what you can do to overcome the challenges together. After all, two problem-solving brains can be better than one. Plus, sometimes we get a lot of comfort from knowing we are not alone or isolated in our experience and there are others out there who have gone through tough times too in life, who may be able to shed light on how they have overcome the challenges they faced. Don't ever feel ashamed or alone because there are people out there who are willing to help and see you grow and succeed. But remember, if you are wanting help, you should be open and willing to take on the feedback and advice you are giving as well. Overall, a positive mindset is a powerful tool to use at times of hardship. Better said than done, I know, but it is important that you never give up. This following quote by me is a reminder first and foremost for myself, but you can use it as words of encouragement too. It is not how many times you fall, it is how many times you choose to get back up again. Perseverance is the key to victory. Don't ever give up. You know you got this and you will get through it. Remember, this too shall pass and know that I will be your ultimate hype girl. If you need to hear this again, rewind and listen to this as many times as you need to. Sometimes just knowing we have someone in our corner is enough to give us the strength to push through. 
Don't let challenges get in the way of your full potential. You are bigger than the struggles that are before you. It may not seem so when you're in the midst of it, but know that you can do anything you put your mind to. You got this girl, I got you. (sighs) I am just so happy to spend this time with you. Thanks for being here and getting through this episode with me. Next time you are navigating hard times or if you are currently going through a difficult time at the moment, I hope you find this pep talk beneficial and got some good tips and takeaways from it all. I hope you can put some of the things I have discussed in this episode into practice to overcome the challenges before you. We have gotten to the end of the episode, which means you know it. It's that segment to wrap up the show. Mastura's mind-blowing facts time. Did you know that your palm can't touch the shoulder on the same side of your body? Yeah, try it. I dare you. I bet you're just trying to touch your shoulder right now and thinking, "Mm, yeah, she's right. I wish I had you all on video. (laughs) I'm talking right hand palm to the shoulder on the top of the same arm. So right hand to right shoulder. Can you do it? It is not possible. Mine blown. All right. I think that's enough for me today. It is a shorter episode than usual. But before we head off, if you really like the show, take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Mastura Colmeyer. Or give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This will help me to grow my podcast and be exposed to other people so that they can find my show as well. You can click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or you can click follow on Spotify. If you want to continue conversations about what I discuss on the podcast, you can join my Facebook group. Just search Aspire with Mastura Colmeyer. You can always email me at masturacolmeyer at outlook.com or you can also follow me and find me on Instagram at masturacolmeyer. As I say, I'm everywhere. Thanks so much again for tuning in and I hope you've taken a few things from this episode and you really enjoyed it. Thanks so much for allowing me to be in your ears this week. Hope you have a great week and I'll be in your ears next time. Thanks guys, I go now. Bye.